episode 8 of the Mobster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. Alright, so for this episode, we're just going to kind of go with the flow, and I have a perfect question for you guys to start off. Alright. Okay, so in your relationships, do you guys have separate blankets for you and your spouse or do you sleep with one blanket and do you have pets in the bed no pets in the bed like what are your nighttime arrangements yeah um so me we have two blankets same nope one sheet one blanket and all the pets are in the bed and that's seven and sometimes the kids so three humans, two dogs. Yeah, we don't five do pets in the bed. Me either. Just I'm, because I feel they're they go outside. Maddie gets excited, goes outside, rolls in the grass, and I'm like, I, especially when I first give her a bath too, darts out. Roll around, they I'm like, all do why? That. <laughs> why? <laughs> but yeah, I just me personally, uh, no. Unless the only exception is if it's storming and she's scared. We'll let her go on the bed so she feels safe and calm. And then once it's over, it's like, all right, it's over. Get yeah, the one, of, one of our two dogs is more scared than the other. Like, shakes when you, you just bang something on the table accidentally, which, which you just did. Um, I get the fact of, like, going outside because I will say that skews me out because you, you know, you got clean sheet night, which is the best night ever. Mm-hmm. And then within a day or two, you've got, you can feel the dirt particles. And I will wipe my dog's paws at the door 90% of the time, Mm -hmm. rain or shine. Um, So I get that. The cats, though, um, and honestly, all five don't come to bed with me. It's normally three. Well, yeah, and cats have, like, their own personalities. So it's kind of hard to be like, no, because then they'll be like, bitch. (laughs) That's like (laughs) cat personality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we have two blankets. I have a king-size comforter. Chris has a full-size comforter, but he only sleeps with the... He doesn't always sleep with the comforter. He will use a sheet instead of the comforter um, if it's hotter Mm -hmm. out or something. Um, Or in the winter when I have the heat on, (laughs) I will be bundled up in my king-size blanket, like, wrapped around me. Um, our dogs do not sleep in the bed all night. We have like a routine where we lay down and we let them in the bed, just kind of, we snuggle with them for a minute and then we go, okay, bedtime or go to your bed. And then Tank, he'll just go to his bed. Rocky, I have to fit, he goes limp and I have to physically like <laughs> push him no. off the bed. You will not get Our dogs will bed. leave if we're like very stern with our voices. Like, no, go, and we point to the door, and their faces are just so sad. But I will tell you, there has been plenty of nights that, because we don't always, that's another question for you guys as well as our listeners, is do you and your partner go to to bed the same time together every night? Yes. Does one wait for the other? Whereas... Pretty much. We don't. And if anything, if somebody's awake, like, we're at least in the same room, same bed... Yeah, and eleven o'clock. Although lately, because I mean, it's not a certain time. It's just like it just happens. I yeah, don't know. no. Ours is eleven o'clock. We start walking the dogs at about ten forty-five, and then 
get them all out, pottied, and then start If I'm going tired, I'm like, babe, I'm going to bed. You joining me? No, I'm going to stay up for a little while. That's actually what and I've been doing because I've been kiss, super yeah, tired and been going and to bed at like 10. And then do you make your bed every morning? No. Um, I try to. I just actually had this conversation with my daughter the other day that yeah, I, I want that them. to be one of her chores. So, derail. Who's excited for the kids to go back to school? Me. No. I'm not. I am. I, I, I am. I, I, want, <laughs> I want my daughter with me all the time. I mean, I do get, you know, there's tension and mom, that I want moments away, but I'm not ready for her to go back. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready with her materials. Yeah. Because I clearance shop. So well, I'm not ready that. I've, we're doing I, that this weekend. I don't since need. Since it's tax free. I weekend. will never do back to school shopping that. for yeah, clothes. Yeah, this weekend's tax free weekend, so yeah, we're August going shopping. Yeah, fifth or something, isn't it? It's the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Guess for I'm South Carolina. This yeah. Um, and then, speaking why I derailed into that is because making the beds. I've been starting this Monday. We've been preparing. Waking up, I've been waking them up at 6.15. I make breakfast. I said, you guys got to make your beds, get dressed. They come eat breakfast. Yep. <laughs> ah! <laughs> They'll come eat breakfast, and then after breakfast, go brush your teeth, and then you guys can play or whatever. See, I'm not doing, I'm going to start her next week on the earlier bedtime and waking up with I've, her alarm. Yeah, I've been starting this week. I only reason I'm not prepared. is because we have a late evening tonight with her camp oh, yeah. ceremony and then tomorrow we're having another special adventure we get to go to Pirates Voyage I'm so excited You'll like it. and that's the late show it doesn't start till 8 30 yeah. so I'm not gonna I just figured you know what yeah, I'm gonna you let probably her roll won't be out the, until like 11 yeah I'm gonna let her roll with the summer hours until probably Sunday night and then well, I'm gonna get it started I can't start the school sleeping hours until Jacqueline gets back on Saturday okay, anyway Saturday. so and any of you listeners that are not on the southern east coast of the United States or if you're in the United States and not on the southern east coast yeah um us here Abby Jen and myself from being from New York I remember we always started school like the Wednesday after, after Labor, Labor Day, Day. Yeah. Yep. in September, and which I believe they still do up yeah, there, right? I so, think so too. And the end yes of and school the, there was the like last of week June. of June. Yeah. It's, so it's still the last week of June, but the last few years they've actually started the Wednesday before. Like they've been starting right before Labor Day, which is so stupid because they go to school for like two days and then they have a three-day weekend for Labor Day. Well, I mean, that was kind of the same thing. When you start on Wednesday, you have a three-day week. Well, I feel like last year, didn't we start later? No, it was 2021 we started later. Okay, I was like... Oh, that would be... Last year. Maybe, no, it was 2020, 2021. We started in September. Last year, we started August 17th. This year we're starting August 15th. I don't know well, why. we start on like, a Monday. It feels like it's very early this, this year. This summer I feel like flew by it did. wicked. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to point out that we are in South Carolina and our schools do start mid August well, and they uh, end normally the first week of North June. North Carolina starts this coming week. They always start a week before us and Florida is like the beginning of August. Well, I, I think I. I always find that weird why it's like different. Yeah, it's different all across the To me, I don't feel like, I feel like summer break should go through to the end of August. I mean, that is summer, so it's been hard 
you know, having a child and getting used to that, knowing what I did as a kid, but either way, I figured also, out, I figured it out, it's the same amount of weeks, yeah, because no matter we, when you, well, yeah, when you start, criteria where you are, yeah. yeah, because, you know, we get out the first week in June, where they get out the last week in June, yeah, it like, still amounts to the same amount of weeks yeah, off, roughly, just so. personally, it just doesn't make sense. Aren't we all on the yeah. same schedule? I was basically just letting our listeners know why we're talking back to school so soon in case they're not familiar with different states yeah. um, or in other countries, what they do, for instance. So I, I was just verifying why we're talking about back to school on um, August 4th. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the stores started back to school in June, so. Well, oh my <laughs> well, God. Well, they already started Halloween decorations. It's ridiculous <laughs> when they start decorations. But for I really want to go and get some stuff. I've seen Thanksgiving stuff out already, too. That's not until November, for crying out loud. But anyway, I don't buy things till afterwards, mostly, unless it's something I absolutely am I'm like, oh, I have to have that. Um, I, have, I have learned thrift shopping and clearance shopping. Um, that way you're not you're not in the stores at Christmas time fighting all that crap and paying the higher prices you're not in store for back to school shopping I always try like if like past years for like Christmas I always try to get stuff like early the only problem with that is which is funny because like I'm an early shopper for Christmas AJ's like last minute minute. and I'm like stop you're giving me anxiety (laughs) well this year I shopped so early that I had so much it's so much stuff for I still have two bins that I, the, I had before Christmas that I didn't give to her at Christmas. I went with you for something. Yep. And, and then I, I was like, I think you're good. You're and like, then no deals. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I had all this before Christmas. She didn't get all of it at Christmas. I still had it for her birthday. She didn't get all of it for her birthday. I still have stuff. So there is, there is a point you got to slow down. But with the school supplies, I mean... If you can hit the right store at the right time after the fact, you know you're going to need notebooks, composition books, pencils, that kind of stuff, depending on what grade they're in and whatever. Yeah, I have to double check the list. I even have backpacks for, like, the next four years. Really? Yes. That's nice. So, Logan's schools, actually, they are supplying all the school supplies, which I thought our elementary school would have because it's that Title I. Yeah. And... But I don't know if they're just, like, you know, waiting to tell us that, oh, hey, you guys don't got to buy anything after well, everybody okay. buys yeah, everything. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Um, but I know local But, I mean, school, little kids can go through things like yeah. that, so it makes sense to have stock yeah. of stuff. Um, but that's why, like, our area is doing, like, supply giveaways and yeah. things like that, which is good. Yeah. for people who can't afford like the average that people spend is like over $700 just for back to school shopping and yeah. supplies alone it, and depending on how many kids you have yeah. it's ridiculous and so. that's why you buy ahead of time and store it in a bin labeled back to school Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to that blanket thing um, John, I know that we talked about about eleven minutes ago. Squirrel. <laughs> I do want to get back to the blanket thing though, because you two both said separate blankets. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we haven't tried that yet, but what ends up happening is John like comes in, and if I have gone to bed earlier than him, for instance, mm-hmm. and kissed him goodnight, and he finally comes to bed, and he he just looks and just gives up, <laughs> turns around, grabs his pillow, yokes his pillow out from under a dog or a cat, and 
ends up going and sleeping on the couch because he's like, I'm not fighting through all that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but I say bed to mo- with mommy. I say bed with mommy. And I literally <laughs> have a parade of seven animals following me. They all follow That's me so to the bedroom. I have a certain routine with a couple of them, like my dog Charlie gets on the bed and he he stands up on his hind legs and just has the most pathetic, like, loving, melty, chocolatey eye, whatever. And we do this whole stand-up thing. And then my other, I have my cat, Una, and she sits there and talks back and forth with me. And Captain brings his toy and he plays fetch like a dog. And then we, I get in and I get settled and they all take their places and they pretty much all have their places. Like we have sides of the bed, as humans, they have their places around our sides of the bed. Una. Do you have any cats that sleep above your head? Yes. On Una, I put another pillow okay. up above me. So I read somewhere that cats, if they sleep high above you, they think that they're, um, like, how do alpha I wear this? To you. Like alpha, like hierarchy. Um, so she's not above my head. She's level with my body. She's just oh, okay. like above my head laying down, not up higher, like latitude or no, like, wise. Like just being above, above like you. she sleeps above your head. Yeah, so I'm lying down yeah, and so she's right here. I'm the boss. And she will like, she grabs my hand and she like wraps her paws around my hand and holds my hand yeah. while she sleeps. She's and you, that's actually She's definitely not the boss because she looks like <laughs> when, when that cat gets scared about something or gets super focused on something, she looks like, I don't know if you remember those twisty pets with the big eyes. And so she gets these big googly eyes, and all I can think of is, I don't know who took your meth, but did you see those dragons in the kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of, like, alpha and stuff like that, we actually just had this conversation because our dogs, like, when we're going to take them out, they will... The way my, like, front is set up when you first walk in, my couch is there, so there's not much room to walk past the couch and everything, and, and, uh, so minor. <laughs> um, but they will always stop, because they want you to pass them, and we were, we were, the girls, my daughters asked, why do they do that, and we're like, it's an alpha thing, they see you as alpha, so they're going to let you go first before going out the you're door. You're actually supposed to, I, I heard that you're supposed yeah. to train your dogs. To go well, in three, after you. Yeah. Well, we let them in the house before us. But yeah. To, you we let out. We when yeah we go out the door first and then they. Come yeah, out. which makes sense. Which is they're, they're thank God I've had dogs that are runners and I am so glad my dogs are not runners and they will wait except for Rocky because he's a pain in the ass but he don't run he just thinks he gets to go out yeah first it's funny because with Maddie. I know she knows that she's below me and AJ, but I think she thinks she's above the kids. The kids, yeah. Because yeah. there'll be times where she's playing with them, and it's not like nipping or anything like that. Like, you know how Maddie is. Yeah. Uh, but she'll open her mouth and just, like, have Rocky her hand in it. Um, she won't close down or anything, but it's just, like, pet me or, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, if she would never do that to to one of us. Well, I know Charlie definitely views me as the boss, the alpha, because sometimes we let them out off the run when, you know, we're home and we can walk outside with them and be supervised. 
and but Charlie will always stop because we have the run and normally if I'm home by myself I put one on the run goes out trades so if they're about to go out together Oscar always takes the lead he's the little dog um chihuahua mix whatever and he always takes the lead and goes out the door before Charlie Charlie will stop at the door and look up at me like Am I staying inside and waiting? Yeah, Charlie's Do I get the to one. go? Charlie. Are you putting me on the run? Like, he looks. Charlie's what? Charlie's the one that peed on me that one time. <laughs> <laughs> he got excited. Yes. Charlie might come at you, like, barking. Like, if you're walking past the yard, like, he might come towards you. Like, he's going to rip your face off. But he won't. He'll get up to you, put his paws on you. And if he rolls over on his back, move. Don't don't pat his belly. Don't fall for it because he's going to pee on you. And yeah. that means he loves you. <laughs> Thanks. Crack one open. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think the reason, well, not I think, I know. The reason why we... I personally sleep with two blankets is because every time, because we do every occasionally like try to share one, but during the night we're fighting over the mm-hmm. blanket. So it, no matter how big the blanket I is, I also wrap myself one, in a yeah, king size comforter. You do so. that. AJ does that too. I call it the cocoon because he'll wrap himself <laughs> up in a cocoon and I'm I get like, stuck why? Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I've just always slept under the same cover, but I will tell you that. John, when he can manage to get into the bed with all the pets in there, he will, he will tuck it under him, under his back, and like set his arm down on top yes, of it, and he it. can be snoring for hours, and I can go and pull on it, and his whole body goes, and tightens up on the blanket. You're not taking it away from me. So, so a funny thing about that, that one Halloween party that Chris got real drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and ended up passing out on her bed. He passed Didn't out. Didn't he fall on his knee or something, or yeah, was that he, you? he tripped. No, he tripped, fell, he stood up, everything was spinning. He sat down, ended up falling asleep on the bed while he was on my side of the bed. Oh, and you're Is that the one down. where everybody died? Everybody yes. died? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I ended up leaving. Because <laughs> I ended up leaving that night, too, because yeah. I died and I was hugging the toilet. Well, Becky was like, where's Chris? Where's Chris? I'm like, I don't fucking know. And, well, I'm going to go look for him. I'm like, I will go look for him. What Why did I want him so I bad? don't know. So <laughs> I went in and he was passed out. Well, when I finally closed, like when everybody left and I cleaned up, I go inside and I took a shower because that was one of those Halloweens where I had a crap ton of makeup and that too. zombie yeah. eyes. Half so. my face zombie was painted too because I was hugging the toilet the next morning. There was a face paint on. <laughs> I ended up falling asleep next to the toilet. AJ woke up at one point. He was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. We may or may not be drinking. <laughs> well, I he was laying on my nightgown and I kept trying to pull it out from under him and he kept grabbing it and putting it over him like a blanket and I was dying laughing but I'm like give me my my freaking shirt. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, he thought it was the blanket and then I finally got it and I ended up sleeping like a different way and he woke up in the middle of the night and like moved but and then he had to move me because I was like half on his side because he was on my side. Yeah, I That's... remember that night. I just remember when I started not to feel good. I turned to Adrian. I said, "We need to go now," <laughs> and we left. <laughs> and 
And um, for those of you that may not have followed us since episode one, we all live in the same neighborhood. We are within walking distance. Everything is safe. Except for, for, you know, what we might recreationally do to ourselves. And your light bulbs might not be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we already talk about that? No. No. Not on here. Oh, my goodness. Are you sure? I swear we didn't talk on it on here. Oh, I got to keep better notes. We just talk, <laughs> we talk about it with ourselves. So, okay, one of our other great friends, Kate, um, Jennifer, was out. You were out. I came later. You, okay, I was so you, not on your guys' level. No. <laughs> no, right. Jennifer came in, and Abby and I were only two sheets to win. The third sheet was about to hit. <laughs> Anyway, we're in my backyard, and our friend Kate lives, like you can see her front yard from my backyard, um, across the street, and she had one of the motion sensor light bulbs that kept going off, and Abby could not focus on just us, you know, her and her boyfriend, and me and my husband at the fire, and at this point, Jennifer and Chris, and I feel like, I think Jory was there too, by himself, and... (laughs) You know, it's funny because we call ourselves Becca for Jen, Jennifer and I, and we announced that we were best friends on episode one, yet it seems like there's a whole lot more Abkey ab, adventures. <laughs> and we, most of them are under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the messed up thing is I do not drink a lot. Actually, this podcast has made me drink more. I mean, or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyway, that night, light bulb going off, and Abby was like, ugh. Ugh. And I'm like, what is your problem? She's like, that light. And I'm like, you mean the front porch of Kate's house? She's like, yeah, it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean it's pissing me off? And Abby, <laughs> you, oh, God, I wish you all just knew us, because it's funny. <laughs> so Abby's like, look. And raises her arm out straight and points like she's... so anyway she's like i gotta do something about that that just can't keep happening so i'm like all right well let's go take it she's like yeah so abby and i like two little girls well before we did that no no you grabbed we grabbed it first first and then decided yep yeah don't tell me because i don't remember i remember that other part (laughs) so we went over and we abby unscrewed kate's light bulb and she's like run (laughs) and we ran back to my house and i think it was me that had the idea no i think i said why don't you guys make a ransom note and then somehow it turned into actually making like a legit ransom note cutting out i i really wish someone had taken pictures and or videos of that of us making it yes because there is we're sitting there dying laughing there's video of me following you to unscrew the light bulb and then running afterwards and there's a few pictures of what comes next but not this middle part we actually made a legit ransom note cutting out letter by letter <laughs> of a freaking ma- of multiple magazines, magazines that were actually my daughters you know <laughs> um and we were like if you want your light bulb back you gotta follow the clue <laughs> oh this is fantastic oh i love us yeah so we we taped it 
to the outside of their screen door facing in so that when they opened their main door that day, that would be blasting them in the face. And it was all with the magazine letters, you know, no handwriting whatsoever. And there were clues. So where do you get your mail? And that led them, you know, it was a treasure hunt, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, we took your light bulb for ransom. If you want it back, do this, this, this. So they went to the mailbox and then it was, what do dogs like to pee on? Fire hydrant. They had to find the next note on the fire hydrant. And I, the next one was, um, what does Kenny like to play with? And no, we're not talking dirty minded. <laughs> no, it was minded. like, what does he do? His tricks or whatever. Yeah. And then it was like, not dirty minded. And then it was his skateboard. skateboard. Yeah. And we, we taped it to the underside of his skateboard. And then this is where I feel like we really screwed up because we could have nailed it with the final verbiage. Um, we said something we, which led them to their tree in, in the front yard and there was the light bulb. And what should have been taped to the light bulb is, you're bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know what, it, I think it was just like, yay, you found it. And <laughs> well, we weren't so, thinking, obviously. No, oh, thinking, we were thinking like two, three, well, six-year-olds. And we were giggling and laughing. I mean, we were like. <laughs> but it's an awesome memory. Anyway. <laughs> so. Um, Kate was pissed, though, because she. She was hoping for a bottle of She's wine. She's like, you know, you fuckers, the least you could have done is leave me a bottle of wine at the end of all that bullshit. <laughs> Which took him forever to even lead out of the house. We're oh. looking, peeking out. Did they come out yet? Did We're all peeking yet? out of our blinds, texting each other. You see any action over there yet? Are they awake? Are they moving? Have they come out of the house? Do they realize what's going on? Took him to like four o'clock that <laughs> evening. <laughs> So we're all hung over and should by all rights be passed out napping on and off all day. And instead we're glued to our windows with anticipation. <laughs> yes, that was funny. Okay. We have a lot of really, really good moments for sure. So, hey guys, listen, I picked up this really cool book mm-hmm. at a thrift store um, for like a quarter. And the title Bargain. of it. Huh? Bargain. Oh, totally. <laughs> Bargain um, Becky. Bar- oh, I love like it. <laughs> Best by Becky. Anyway, the title of this book is, it's a weird title, but it's called Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet at Four with a pair of high heels as the photo. And then says more of the best times to buy this, do that, and go there. The author is Mark D. Vincenzo, author of the New York Times bestseller, Buy ketchup in May and fly at noon. So basically, I know, really? I, uh, like all, okay. I like him as a guest because he's got some really interesting titles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so basically, it's just a bunch of fun facts. And they are um, separated out into table of contents. And as I went through it, I thought it might be fun to go to his chapter on around the playground and i will tell you that i have not read any of what i'm about to i just know where the page is what are you looking at i catch up in may and fly at noon and your pinky is more powerful than your thumb now we're all looking at our pinkies She lied. She says she turned off the volume. I swear to God I did. 
That's my 2.30 alarm that I've never shut off oh. to let me know when the bus is coming. You know, if I'm doing dishes or something around the house and not paying attention to the clock. Oh, hey, for the school for bus? For the school bus. But also it coincided with camp, too, uh, okay. because I'm like, pickup time was... going? <laughs> well, it coincided with camp because pickup time was at 3. Gotcha. So this was still a good time for me to be able to get in the car and zoot and go and get her in case I lost track of time. Gotcha. Just so y'all know, I don't forget about my daughter. She's on my mind constantly, but you guys know sometimes. So I don't like to be late for things. It's called mom brain. Yeah. So, well, um, my theory, I actually heard this from a coworker, and I didn't hear this till I was just in my 40s. Mm-hmm. And since I've heard it, it's how I've pretty much lived my life since I became an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I like that there's the term that goes with it, and it is... Um, early is on time, on, on time, time is late, late and, and late is, is unacceptable. unacceptable. Yes. When I used to be a manager, I used to always quote that. Yeah, I, I cannot, I mean, if you are scheduled for eight o'clock, then you should be in Especially that Especially when building. I was interviewing people, I used to be like, how many times a month do you think it's acceptable to be late? And then they would Zero. give me the answers and then I'd be like yeah my thing is and then I'd say that uh-huh. quote. yep I, that quote is fantastic and unless it was like an emergency situation of course which, which is understood we all have lives and emergencies but we can also sometimes tell when you know you've got yeah. somebody pretty much scamming you oh yeah but um and yeah I've been I just this week alone I've been trying to actually longer than that but even more so this week because I flipped out when you and I Jennifer hung out on Thursday and miss slow pokey pants. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. But. Not, oh, Thursday. it was. But Thursday. being on time, like, that's, like, my one thing. Like, it happens. Sometimes you are late or whatever. But with me, like, I get major anxiety if we're not on time. Like, yes, I do, too. It freaks me out. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. Even driving there, I'm like, it's it's getting close. It's getting close. Right. <laughs> it, like, yeah. gives me major anxiety not to be on time. I agree with that. I don't like being late. All right, so back to the Pinky Promise May Fly at Noon shoes tweet whatever. Ketchup. So um, it's called Around the Playground. There's a little intro into the chapter mm-hmm. <coughs> that says, "How often have you heard a first-time mom or dad say they wish their baby came with a how-to manual, and then those same parents want to know what they should do about the terrible twos, and then about problems that arise after their child starts school." And it doesn't stop there. Fortunately, a lot of good doctors have shared a lot of great advice with their patients, and a lot of authors have done the same with their readers. When it comes to giving good advice about children, you can never have enough. So this chapter offers several tidbits on the best times to start teaching your child math, take your toddler on a shopping trip, put a young child in daycare, teach your child to swim, and more. I think it all depends on the child. Yeah. So there are, in bold print, there are just, I don't know, random how to, when, which, why, whatever. So I'm just going to flip to one. And it says, when is the best time to have your child start writing thank you notes? So before I read this author's answer to that, why don't we put in our two cents? And if if with the technology nowadays, yeah. do you... All right, Jennifer, you have the oldest child out of this group. 
I never did thank you. I myself never did thank you notes, and I never taught them to do thank. They say thank you. They're yeah. respectful, but I I don't do cards. Yeah. So I love receiving cards, though. So, so I keep all my cards that I've I ha- received. I keep them too because it's very I keep them, rare it's very, when I get a card. It's Becky very gets sen- me a card every yeah. year. It's very <laughs> sentimental to me. That's why, I like certain things, like I always give out cards. Thank you cards. Me personally, I've never done thank you cards. I've always said thank you though in person. I think that's more personable. Yeah. Um, and I've never had my kids do thank you cards. So. So just, I mean, I am guilty of not being on top of it and sending thank you cards. Yeah. I will. I do still send Christmas cards out. Not as many as I used to. I sent Christmas cards out. I want to start doing that again. I I used to do it, and I just. Well, let me tell you, my mother is she has just been on top of everything her whole entire life birthday cards anniversary cards christmas cards thank you notes for anything yeah. and everything and that was pounded into my head as a kid yeah I just did you write that thank you note did you write that thank you different generations and like well now with the technology up, like you know you can just send it like so, oh thank you so much whatever okay so that even goes into invitations for a birthday party it's like Facebook. I've given you guys physical invitations to now Braden's parties now it's all like a Facebook invitation this year invite. her yeah. this past 8th birthday is the first time that I did not do a paper invitation and I just made an event a private event on Facebook cause it's Mm-hmm. I mean, even for my baby shower, that's how I did it. Mm-hmm. Which like, is why like some people end up getting left out for those who because don't they don't Facebook. have Facebook, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Crap!" <laughs> I'm but, very guilty of that. <laughs> um, but I agree with you, Abby. It's nice to receive personalized mail in your mailbox as opposed to always bills or junk mail or whatever. And I do believe that it's a lost art of writing someone a letter with a pen and paper. Yeah, do you think at some point mail will be, like, obsolete? I hope not, because I'm so... Yeah, I would... I like to have the paper in my hand. I don't like doing things online. Me too, because, like, I always have the option, like, bills or whatever, like, oh, it's, like, the eco-friendly, like, paperless, and I don't check it. It always automatically checks it, and then I uncheck it, because I'm like, I'm going to forget about it if I don't get the paper. (laughs) The only time, the only bill that I still get, like, a bill in the mail is for Chris's quad. I get it for all my bills. That's because that reminds me to pay it. And we get our car, (laughs) my car payment. I think my only ones that are online, and they wouldn't be if I could figure out how to change it. What's the thing is, I pay online. I don't. I have I pay by phone. I pay, that's fine. The automatic phone system. I pay online, but I I need the the reminder to tell me this Mm -hmm. is how much I owe, because if I don't, I'm going to be like, oh, like by that, it's probably going to end up past the date that it's due, and I'm like, oh. We forgot to pay this, and then like I do have automatic withdrawal for some of my payments as well. <laughs> <laughs> Flashlights, people! Only did you almost kill AJ? We didn't, didn't we? Just talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me let me go back to um, this author's answer um, because see, we are already freaking derailed from what the actual thing was. I mean, we're kind of <laughs> kind of still touching base. So again, the question <clears throat> in bold print was. When is the best time to have your child start writing thank you notes? And the author writes, when he or she is old enough to write, well damn. Wow. 
Um, teach your children that in this age of email and text messages, people still, we just, we just answered this ourselves. Yeah. Um, this age of email and text messages, people still love to receive thank you cards. If children start writing these notes at an early age, it's more likely that it will become a lifelong habit and it may pay off in big ways. For example, hiring managers and human resources or professionals still urge job seekers who receive an interview to send handwritten notes, which are much less forgettable than email message. Mm -hmm. Tip number one, make sure your child not only thanks the gift giver, but also expresses enthusiasm for the gift. Mm And number two, it's usually a good idea to help your child figure out what to write, but let him or her personally write the note. Misspellings and all. Oh, see, that's where I would screw up. I'd be like, no, that's spelled wrong. No, I'd rip the paper out. Do it over. Exactly. Um, and then it says it will all mean more to the recipient. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's makes- like, didn't Jacqueline write you a thank you note yeah, for something? Yeah, she wrote me an I'm sorry, sorry note. No. <laughs> And it said very, 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 very. <laughs> and she did that on her own. And that's fantastic. That's good. Um, I have not yet made Braden write a thank you note. Um, oh, as a matter she- of fact, I've done the thank yous for her, and I haven't done them in a handwritten note. I've sent you all a mass text or individual text saying, thank you all much for coming and taking time out of your lives to well, participate. Actually, Jacqueline makes her own birth, like, when we're going to like Brayden's birthday party or makes whatever, makes the card for the child. She makes the Brayden normally she'll does too. Yeah, she'll and draw if a I picture hand, of like her and whoever. Yeah. If I buy an actual card, Brayden will draw a picture on it and or on the envelope as well. Now, mind you, I have to shove it in front of her face and be like, "Do this. We got to go in a half an hour." <laughs> Hurry up! I said now. Scary. Um. Well, Take that off. <laughs> it's off. Uh, you broke it. Did I break it? No. We're we're back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a delay. Um, no, but that makes me think of like growing up and even I don't, I don't know if the kids now, but like when you receive a card and it has money in it, and you open it and you like pretend like you don't acknowledge the right. Pay, you read the like, words. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then you're in your head, you're like, yes, I Yeah, got it. like I as got you're it. opening the envelope, you're like, there better fucking be money in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. Yeah. This time. They're like, oh, there's money. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this. Jackson's well, always been really enthusiastic on she's any gift. anything, whether anything. she's giving or receiving the squeals out of that child. But that also goes with her damn facial expressions. <laughs> this oh, child, yeah. I I've never seen more facial expressions on a child Ooh. than on Jennifer's daughter Jacqueline. She can go, I can't even describe it. Like I think that you should take her to some casting site because she could be in a creepy and a sad and a in a horrific. Oh my, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but also, a I mean, horror movie. So, it, like, her, she really, like, her squeals of enthusiasm are through the roof, but then her, when she's hurt or upset about the something, fire alarm, is. Yeah. <laughs> For the longest time, it was, can I go to Abby's? Because she fell and got oh, hurt, and Abby gave the her a popsicle. Yeah. Yeah, I need there was to go one day, to Abby's. The one day, Jen, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. 
I had to come because she won't stop crying. She needs your popsicles. I'm so sorry. I was like, it's okay. I got one. I got one. <laughs> I think she wouldn't stop until she came to your house. So I have another one here because now I am kind of skimming ahead while we are chatting yeah. about everything. And again, because this chapter is titled Around the Playground. And, you know, we are moms that are, you know, sometimes raunchy but today we're just you know gonna be real and although we talk about our daily lives we sometimes talk about other factual or or fun facts and who knows if it's a fact it could just be this guy's opinion but anyway yeah the next bold print that i came across that i would like to discuss because it's already been asked about in my house from an eight-year-old and i think she even asked probably last year as well which is the best age to buy your child a cell phone for the oh, first no, time and go? I told my kids when they have a job and they can pay for it themselves, then. What was he just to... using when he walked out the door? That's an iPod. Oh, well, see. Um, <laughs> what do I know? Um, but <laughs> with that, so I'm in a blended family. That's not guaranteed that the other parent's going to buy for them. Mm -hmm. um, Ava has a cell phone. Which I noticed when we went to yeah. Ren's birthday party um, two years ago. She had it in her back pocket. Remember yeah. when we just went to the water park yeah. together so the Ava other day? Yeah, so Ava has a cell phone at her mom's. Not allowed to bring it here. Aubrey has a cell phone that she brings here. Because um, I was asking the kids when we went to the water park the other day. Yeah. What's your first memory of me? Yeah. And one of Ava's was me asking why the hell she had a cell phone in her pocket <laughs> at Big Air Trampoline Park. Exactly. I'm because like, what is I, that? Who got you that? Because you can't, I you can't monitor things, and God, I'm not gonna get into yeah. detail with that. But just my personal yep. opinions. They're I believe they're too young. Mm -hmm. I know people's arguments, safety features, with today's world if they need to call somebody whatever well always make sure you know where your child's at always have alternate things like an alternate plan yeah it's like the there's no system. reason for them to have a cell phone granted i'm not gonna go into detail you just said that well i know <laughs> but i'm gonna kind of back up a little bit with her having a cell phone at the time it did help a certain situation Correct. at the time yeah um but as I said, I'm not going to go into detail with that. Now with Mikey, he's been saying that his dad says for Christmas he's going to get him a cell phone. If it happens, it happens. But so me, are you going to have not... the same rules that he can only have it at his dad's house and it's not to come here, as you do with Ava and Aubrey, that their cell phone stays with their mother? Well, no, Aubrey comes here with her cell phone. Oh, she does. Yeah. But you don't allow Ava to. Well, that's not really my rule. Oh. With Mikey, he only goes to his dad's on the weekend, so I mean, it's. To his dad's, I probably will monitor it more while I mean, it's, it's up to you just because no, his dad no. buys it and pays for it. If Mikey comes through the door with it and you don't think that he's old enough to have it, then I would be hand out when he comes through the door True. and put it away. And when he goes back to his dad's, here you go. I mean, granted. Um, so, Gianna... I think Gianna kind of was twelve <laughs> when she first got her cell phone, and Chris is actually who bought it for her. Well, she had a, her dad bought her a cell phone, but he never paid the bill, so it ended up being yeah. shut off all the time. And then she broke it, 
but like her first real cell phone, she was about 12, Chris got it for her. And then we got, I can finally convince Chris to get on a family plan and we got four lines. So we got Summer and Gianna that year, we got them cell phones and we like wrapped them and then called them and they had to find them. So that, oh, that, that sounds yeah. fun. Um, now Logan will be 13 in October and we had, we had the extra, (laughs) we had the extra cell phone because when Summer moved to New York with her dad, her dad put her on his. Mm -hmm. So, um, Logan's been bugging, bugging, bugging. And I'm like, no, you're not responsible enough. You can't have it yet. Um, and we planned on giving it to him just not yet. I'm sorry, Jess. And then he doesn't uh, have a cell phone. No, he does now. I can say so, I thought I saw well, him over here the one day with I, the went, I got a text. The That's other how day. he showed me his girlfriend, and I was uh, like, "What? How does Aunt Becky not know about that?" Uh, Wait, so his dad, while he was in New York at his dad's, his dad wanted to buy him a cell phone, and I'm like, "No, he's not responsible enough. He he's gonna break it or whatever." <laughs> I can't with this. So, uh, yeah, we finally decided to let him use the cell phone so he can talk to his friends and his girlfriend. He's not allowed to bring it to school. Um, It's also because I've been going out and leaving him home. It's so I could reach him. Yeah, I mean, I get it as a house phone. It's just hard. Well, I got a text the other day from, uh, I don't have it in my, there's no contact, and it says hi. Or hi Becky, something like that, and I responded. Who is this? <laughs> well, here, let me see, because of it's course, the one, I, Chris still has it's the it one in you his always phone. Pick on the voice for in Chris's phone. It still <laughs> says Summer, so he's like, "Why is Summer calling me?" And I'm like, "Why is Summer calling you? She's right there." And then he answers, uh, and it was Logan. Logan. Uh, speaking so, of yeah, which, he's... how do you feel with Logan going through puberty? Oh, my God. Her changing. son came back from New York, and he's like, Hi. Hi, Becky. <laughs> are we back to normal? Okay. We are. Uh, <laughs> I about crapped my pants. I'm like, you no. No, no, no. That is, no, don't talk to me. And then, you know, he talks a little bit. And I just told him the other day, I'm like, you do not talk to me until your birthday in October. And even that's still soon, too soon. Yeah, I cannot. It is so weird. Yeah, so he finally hit five foot. He's exactly five feet. He says he's taller than you. So I'm five is. foot even unless well, I shrunk. Five, I was going to say, so either you shrunk or somebody lied to Osteoporosis. you. Osteoporosis. Um, <laughs> he is because he's like close to my height. And he's I'm like five foot exactly. You need to go away. What happened to you? Finally <laughs> hit 80 pounds. Chris said, take your shoes off. You'll be 79. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I get this text the other day. It says, hey, Becky. And I said, hi. And because I want to be professional, I don't know, you know, like who's, there could be somebody calling me about something that I've inquired about or whatever. And I said, hi, I do apologize, but I do not have you saved in my contacts. Who may I ask am I speaking to? And he said, Logan. I said, oh, ha, 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 LOL. Hey, (laughs) bud, what's up? Everything okay? He says, yeah, I'm walking the dogs and just wanted to say hi. I was like, oh, well, hi, love you. And he was like, hi, love you too. So... But um, 
you know, I was also surprised that he had a cell phone, but I know that he is getting at that age where you might leave him for an hour or two and he's okay to be on his own. And of yeah. course, we're right next door. You know, we're all right here. Mm-hmm. So an emergency, you know, he comes to us. Um, my opinion on the whole cell phone thing with Braden having been asking about it, I do not think eight years old is acceptable Jack, to have a cell phone. Too. I'm like, no, no. Nope. Um, and my my personal opinion in my household, and that may change based upon maybe her maturity level, um, uh, maybe my whatever's going on in my situation yeah. with work or health or whatever. Like, there's a lot of different reasons why maybe a child could or should have a cell phone. If I just, everything's flying normal, I would say probably 13 years old. Yeah. Now, granted, I know I'm the youngest one. Sorry to cut you off. No. I had my first cell phone. I was in middle school. I had the hot pink razor. (laughs) You know, if you had the razor, you were the shit. (laughs) You were the shit. I feel like we talked about this before. Um, (laughs) Probably. So that was my first. I was six. Yes. But it wasn't like how it is nowadays, the cell phones. It was, you had a T9 and then you had to be like, call me after nine or text me after nine because that's when my minutes are free. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to know what mine was? No, because. Yeah, because my my phone didn't travel with me. It was attached to that long cord we talked about last week that I wrapped myself up in. And you got a busy signal. Yeah. We never had a double line at my house. So excited when we got an answering machine. And my first um, device was a beeper, a pager. Oh, And I was in my early 20s. The guy I was dating, his father was a big shot for Motorola. And was able to get us top of the line. I don't remember what the name brand of it was, but I had like this little gold clip that went to like my belt loop and around into my pocket. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, you learn how to spell hello if you looked at it upside, upside down. down with the numbers, whatever. And then my first cell phone <clears throat> came with my Mitsubishi was it like Eclipse. Those big ones? And it was that big, From, like, gray, um, thick. Say by the bell? Yeah. <laughs> It came free with my Mitsubishi Eclipse that I bought when I think I was like 22, Do you remember when cars had like their phones in there? That's what this was. Pretty much. Like I I couldn't take this out of my car. Oh, really? This was just a big fat one with a cord attached to, I'm assuming, the cigarette lighter. It was a car car phone. phone. It wasn't even a cell phone. I can't even remember my first cell phone, honestly. I was 16 and I only remember, and the only reason I was allowed to get one was because I started driving and I was never home. So my mom wanted, if something, God forbid, happened, I would be able to call somebody. Well, the author here um, says, again, the black uh, bold print says, which is the best age to buy your child a cell phone for the first time? And his response is, when your child is mature enough to walk to and from school alone. To, uh, well, of course, now that that matters where you live. Yeah. yeah. Old days. <laughs> I walk uphill both ways. Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't want to do that anywhere. So anyway, it says, to him from school alone, take the city bus. No, hell no. And go to other neighborhoods unaccompanied. Nope, nope, and no. That would be never. Right. Hard (laughs) no. Then it might make sense for children to have a phone so they can let parents know where they are or call 911 if they are endangered. The earliest age 
that's probably, oh my, around nine or 10. But regardless of the age, parents must discuss the responsibilities that come with having a cell phone and they must check to see how their child is using it. Don't just say you'll monitor the phone. What's the date Actually, on this <laughs> hang on, I'll look at it, that in a minute. It says, don't just say you'll monitor the phone, actually do it. Yeah. Also, don't hesitate to take it away if your child is misusing it. If his or her, her grades slip after he or she gets it, or if he or she is using it late, late at night in their bedroom after they should be asleep. What can you do? Consider requiring your child to pay all or part of the monthly fees associated with having a cell phone. That may cause him or her to treat the phone better and take steps to keep from losing it. Well, I don't necessarily agree with all of that, and that's okay because we can agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. um, Tiana's paid her own phone bill since... She's got it. And I think that that, I do think that that's important. At so least, at least half of it. Happens, and now she pays like, her cell phone and her car insurance. There you go. Yeah. But, um, iPhones actually do have, like, a feature, well, I know with Mikey's iPod, because it's kind of like a cell phone without being a cell phone, you can't call her. And just to answer that question about when was this book written, mm -hmm. um, this is a first edition I hold in my hands, and it was copyrighted in 2012, so it's 10 years old. Okay. So things, a lot can happen in 10 years. Facts. Um, but to go back to what I'm saying, they have a feature, iPhones, where like when you set it all up, you have the kids' age, and it recognizes how old they are. Yeah. So it does have those safety features in there, and then you can link it to your other phone, so you can track it. You can. So Chris go all actually, into that. I have, I just have an um, addendment, I believe that it's called, um, to the two things that I just read. Um, in the back of this book, it wasn't the author himself writing this. It was based upon his sources, mm -hmm. and just in case anybody's listening and and. I don't want well, anybody in an uproar. No, but are you going to list the... Um, it's just process? real quick, the two that I just discussed. I would say we can always put it in the details as well. Um, buying your child a cell phone. It says, Kim Hart, staff writer. Quote, from three dads, a kid-oriented cell phone service. Quote, Washington Post, April 2nd, 2007. And I do not see the one about thank you notes, so I'm assuming I mean, that always, is this author himself. You can himself. always check our details as well. Um, I'll put that in there in our details of resources that we use. On our page. Um, is. Pages. Yeah, when you listen to the podcast, there's details that you can read and see where the sources are coming from. So we're sourcing somebody if we're talking about them. Right, because we don't, I mean, we don't want to misspeak. We're, and we're not taking credit for what we're speaking of. That's a fact. Yeah, Chris uh, actually monitors Logan's. He'll take, because we take it every night. Like, he doesn't have it all night long, mm -hmm. so we take it at night, and Chris will sit there going through it. I think that'll be a big thing when I do actually decide to get her a cell phone. I think, because I, I've already thought in advance about what would my rules be. And again, of course, it does depend on her maturity, but I think regardless of how mature she is, I think that I will take it nightly. Well, that those were always the rules. Even when, I mean, when Gianna and Summer were younger and had them, we took them at night. 
they were not to have them in their rooms. Like eight o'clock, we had a a um, like spot in the kitchen for electronics. So at eight o'clock at night, your tablets, your phones, whatever you had, had to be in this charging station yeah. put away. During the school, it. I mean, during the school um, time, uh, we would always like iPads and stuff. Like you're giving to me bedtime. You're giving yeah. to me no electronics in your room other than your. I, I limit screen time more tightly during the school year. Yeah, me too. Like, we don't we do not do electronics during the school nights. If it's a school night, no tablet, no... You could watch TV if you want to watch well, TV. Well, now that I'm a stay-at-home mom now, um, I've been... Yay! Yay! Um, my kids are doing sports this year, so I told them, like, I've already did the rundown. We come home, do homework. If we have, like, a practice or game night, we eat, we go. This is how we're gonna we're gonna come home, do what we need to do. Oh, don't look at that clock, it's not right. And I haven't got the batteries. What the <laughs> And I haven't got the batteries to change. I saw you look at it and be like, what? No. She had a heart attack. Ah! What? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um but yeah, I've been telling them the routine. That's why I'm practicing now. I think that's really great that you're practicing now. That's really impressive. And I've even because had I'm going to choose sleep over waking up at 6.15 yeah. to practice. Yeah, I, we've been practicing now, and then I have it like 3 o'clock. Around 3 o'clock, I had them read a book for 15 Have minutes. you allowed any leeway for when Jen and I may need to pop over in the morning for some quick French braids in our daughter's hair? <laughs> Actually, try and learn how to do it. It's I do really too. not hard. I can teach you. It's not hard. I've had people try to teach me, and I've never. It's the one thing that I miss. I love being a girl you mom. Literally, just start with the braid, and then each thing you just pull, add a little pull. extra hair. My fingers don't work. Braden actually has gotten really good at just braiding her then, own hair. She's been. She like we got out of the car yesterday at one of the errands I was running, and she's like, "Look, mom." And she had taken her hair from the middle of the top of her head. It's just small strands, but she had done a really thin braid that just ran down the center of her nose to her chin. But the braid was tight. Which I told Becky the other day. I was like, oh, well, I don't know if you remember the one time, I don't know who wrote in the group, the neighborhood group message about... Anybody know how to French French braid? braid, And and I personally didn't... She was silent. Because I'm like, I don't know. It had to have been you or me that asked. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not, because then I think I, I wanted they my find hair. out. It's not going to end. <laughs> I think I wanted my hair French braid. Oh, you did. Because when I go riding, yeah. I like it. No, I, I feel could. like it had to do with the children. And it I'm might like, have nope. been. Well, regardless, you, Abby did now do my daughter's know. hair. <laughs> yep, Abby did Braden's hair on Friday. John and I had a day date. Woohoo! And how was that? That was awesome. It was awesome. We had a great day. Um, but more importantly, I was really happy to see Braden's braids when I got home. And Abby didn't, when I say braids, I mean Abby did a French braid from pigtails. Mm-hmm. So instead of just one French braid down the center middle of your head in the back, it was two French braids on each side of her head. And it was the most adorable freaking thing. And I just, I mean, I was just, every time I looked at her, I was just smiling ear to ear. And I let her keep those braids in the next day. She actually, that was Friday evening that Abby yeah, put those we went in. went to the water park. She still had a bit. Went like, to the water park on Sunday. Her, like, 
and Brayden uh, still had him in. I'm like, look, I made her shower on Thursday night. I'm like, she's good. She'll shower tonight. I was like, is that from me? She's yeah. like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they which looked is, awesome. Which water park was a fun time, too. <laughs> you want to talk about... Oh, us going through the... I call it the V-slide. And I us, still can't I, remember the name of it. I call it, it the stingray, but it's not that... It's the Rockin' Ray. It is saying, about a Mikey, stingray. Mikey calls it the stingray, too. It is the Rockin' Ray at Myrtle Waves Water Park. And it's like a freaking roller coaster. Like, you're not actually going down... Yeah, we down. thought we were going to fly off the edge. <laughs> I don't know how if they haven't... see our face... <laughs> When it happened, Becky's face was like, and then I, and like, her face. I, my, I don't know how my face was, but I was like, it, it okay, was this is it. I was like, this is it. Her face tells it all. I'm about to go flying over this thing because I went backwards on it, so I can't see what's happening. And her face was like, and I'm like, mind you, I've done it before, but it gets me every damn time. I'm like, I'm about to go over this, and I'm screaming, and I'm like, oh, let's prepare. I'm like, ah! Like, literally like that. Like this. Nope, nope. Ah! Yeah, that one. (laughs) Exactly. Now, you can take that to a whole nother level. I did my scream on that that Rock and Ray with Abby, and Abby's like, we're going to die. Well, I did that scream also with Jennifer on Thursday. Go ahead, Jen. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she, she said, yeah. I was driving and she screamed her head off. First off, she, no, she wanted to steal the rock. I didn't want to steal anything. I do not steal. She wanted to take the freaking rocks. Aren't rocks a part of nature? I'm not allowed oh to my pick God. up a rock. And I'm like, we're not, you're not taking the rock. I don't know, Taco Bell. <laughs> hey. I was pointing out rocks because I do like to paint rocks. And there and is I a... I looked over to look at the freaking rocks, and all of a sudden she screams while I freaking jump, almost hit the freaking car that was coming at us. Okay. I mean, granted, I probably would have hit them. So that's why I screamed. Because <laughs> but I, I can only imagine, because Becky already told me this story, and I can imagine whatever, you're talking about the rocks, and all of a sudden Becky's like, ah! And you're like, what the hell? Ah! Because I, I probably, she's see, my thing, I would have turned into the car or something and been like, what? And then it Jennifer's an hands flew off the steering wheel. I mean, she literally jumped out of her driver's seat and both her hands were on the steering wheel. Well, when I screamed, they both came off the steering wheel. But fortunately, let's let's get a little um, more detailed. We were not on a fast moving road. We were in a parking lot of an apartment complex. And Jennifer just happened to be driving on the wrong side of the so-called road within the parking lot because I pointed out a rock bed that I was like, oh, stop, pull over. I want to grab some of those rocks. I like to paint rocks. I was going to say, I explained why about the rocks. Spread kindness. It's a worldwide thing that people do. I also almost left her in summer at a park. Because they wanted to go slide down the damn slide. I'm like, let's go. We have to go. We didn't have to go. We did have to go. She could have parked the car and got out and gone down the slide. There was nobody there. I'm like, let's be kids for a minute. Let's go down the slide. Which we all said before, Becky may be the oldest one in the group, but she is mostly (laughs) the most immature one. Well, listen, I attack life with a smile, and I've got proof 
last week I said, oh, that reminds me, I got to tell you guys something, and I left it out. So while I'm searching for that, I also want to have a, um, I guess, a disclaimer <laughs> back to episode two. I had said in episode two, oh, I can't wait for episode three. It's going to be my favorite one. Um, if those of you that have continued to listen to us, thank you. Yeah, thank you thank very you. much. And please continue to tell your friends, follow, 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 like, 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 all that good stuff. But I had said, I can't wait for episode three. It's going to be my favorite. Yeah. Well, I was overridden by these two bitches, and it was Roe versus Wade. And I do agree. It was current. It was relevant. We are women. We are moms. Enough said about that. The reason why I was hoping it would be my favorite episode is because I do have this big thing with threes, which we can go into at another time. Yeah. Um, I'm but just. She's gonna go into it now too. No, I'm not. No, not with she's the threes. Up the thing. I'm looking up. Okay, so this. I'm sure you guys have done like the name test thing that comes across on Facebook. Like. Yeah. This one was like, don't cheat, touch the strawberry and see what's weighing you down in life. And the, this is the only thing that I don't think is very accurate. It, it says, Becky, you've lost a person you loved very much. Well, you know, I did lose my grandmother's, but the last one passed away literally a decade ago. Mm. And the other two before that. Um, so for me, that's, I'm not, there was no recent pet loss. Like, I'm not grieving. I mean, I guess, you know what? Now that I'm putting a little thought into it, it could be the fact that the relationship with my mother has kind of gone awry due to personal issues on, yeah. on her end and, you know, the pandemic and everybody being isolated and so on and so forth. So maybe, maybe this really is more spot on than I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it not like an actual loss. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to sometimes read between the lines. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm, I'm now doing this here, but it says... Um, here she is, Becky. With Becky, what you see is what you get. No fakery, no sugarcoating the truth, and no lies. Yep. Most people aren't prepared when it comes to meeting Becky for the first time. <laughs> yep. It always comes with a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> always. But she's quick to grow on you if you're lucky enough to meet her. Yep. She has the heart of a blessed angel and a love that shines just as bright. Mm -hmm. She was betrayed in the past, so she doesn't trust people easily, but she never let it turn her cruel. Mm -hmm. Whilst there is someone she has lost that she misses deeply, you will always find her living her life with a smile. Yeah. So yeah, it may be an immature smile, but hey. It's I'm, what makes you you and I'm I, having I fun. Love it. I know for the most part when to be professional. You know, when I'm when I'm in an employment situation, you have your hi, welcome to so and so. How may I help your you? Your customer today? service. Your yeah. customer right. When I you know, say answer phones and stuff, yeah. But when, you know, I we get here, we're getting real. I'm not gonna be fake with you people on the podcast and that kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm not gonna be I, I am who I am. Love me or leave me. It is what it is. Goodbye. Okay, Goodbye. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> but yeah, we can um, talk about that thing with my favorite way off some other time. I just want to let you know episode three was not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it just had to do with the number three. I, I have a thing with the number three with my husband, and there's a lot, like some of it's really, in my opinion, at least for me, chilling in a, in a wonderful way. So Now think about it. Three is half of six. Hmm, six, 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 three, exactly. three, three. 
I am only. She's happy. Happy evil. What was that thing? So going back to the water park, what was that thing that made you laugh with Mikey? The, <laughs> when we were waiting on the ride and you were talking about something. I'm lost. That may or may not have been. And he said about the, that day too. about the uterus. <laughs> Do you remember? I forget yes, how it started. It was him. We were in line for a different slide. And we had the perfect view of the rockin' ray that is supposedly the stingray. Mm-hmm. And Mikey's like, I don't think that looks like a stingray at all. It looks like a uterus. And I freaking lost it. Her child, <laughs> like, what did you just say to me? That wasn't it. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't because you were saying something about whatever. And he was like, oh, I must have been whatever in my mom's uterus. Oh, well, there was that too. But he did say that that... That ride looks like one. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard something about... I can't think I of it. I can't remember how it segued in, but Mikey did say something about... Oh, I know what it was, because he was... T- I, if I remember correctly, it was something about that ride. He said something wacky. Then I replied. I said, did you fall down and bump your head? He's like, well, it was stuck in my mom's uterus, he said. <laughs> no. No, okay. We'll have to ask him. It was something about like he definitely you, you looked at me and said, "Oh, blah blah blah," something about Mikey, and he said, "Well, if that's true, it would have like I was allergic to him or whatever because I was <sighs> sneezing." And he said, "Well, if that was true, she w- I would have been allergic in her uterus." And then you just started dying laughing. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I just thought of it again. It was funny. I do remember the moment, but I don't remember exactly how it happened. But uterus was a word. I had a fun time at the water park, though. I, I don't really time. get to enjoy the rides, but this time I got to enjoy the rides, and it was good. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up splitting off because I went with Ren. Ren, and you went with Ava and um, Mikey. Yeah, we did. I still single. have yet to do a slide with my daughter. She did I know, go you on keep slides. trying to convince her, and she's like, she went on slides at the very beginning this time, and she went with <clears throat> Ren for a couple, and she went with her daddy, and I guess she went on one by herself. Um, and I was like, you know, whatever, I'm going off on my own. And I did one with you, one with Ava, and one with Ren. So that I had a good time. All of them. Hey, she, well, Brayden was last year and the year one, before. It's really scary. She didn't like that one. She came up, she's like, I'm never doing that one again. At least tried. Yeah, yeah it's because you can't see. Yeah. Mm. Oh, she thought, did them all yeah. with Deanna. Ava had a good point. She's like, why don't they have, like, night water parks? That'd be fun. I was like, that'd be cool. Like, neon lights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, or, like, glow- in the tunnels. It would be, like, glowing up. Like, glowing bowl at a bowling yeah. alley. Yeah, I think that would be so cool. I was like, keep that in mind, Ava. We can make some money off of that. Not <laughs> now. TM, TM, do not steal. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. I mean, I guess that's episode eight, right? We're on eight. Yeah, yeah. eight is great. <laughs> exactly. Um, thank you for listening, as always. You know, make sure you check our social media pages. You can find us at Facebook and Twitter, um, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. And then on Instagram. Not the, Gram. I know. <laughs> the <laughs> underscore Monster 
underscore squad. And as always, if you have any mom stories or any topics that you would like us to discuss, always write in. You can write in to our email at themomstersquad at outlook.com. Um, make sure you put in the topics, whether it's a mom story or um, a topic. And always put if you would like us to use your name, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous. Um, also, to put in an update, Soon, you will see us probably on YouTube or TikTok. We will keep you informed as soon as that launches as well. Um, other than that, nope. One more thing, keep in mind, we told you in episode five mm -hmm. that every fifth episode, we were going to be featuring some mom stories that have we've received via email. Yep. Uh, we're two episodes away from reaching that again. So if you have something that you would like us to share, Again, we're not going to be able to share all. Yeah. Um, we're kind of just doing like a roulette thing and picking what we pick, and that's what we're going to air. And as of right now, each one of us will be reading two apiece. Um, and yeah, but and get, that's that. So get your stories in. Get your stories in, in. Mm -hmm. so we can potentially pick one of your stories. Mm -hmm. um, but as always, thank you for listening to the Monster, Monster Squad. Squad.